Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly, co-founders of The Slate, a co-working space in Dallas. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room, and we're going to sit them down, and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick, so you can listen on your drive-in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. Okay, excited to introduce you to Carolyn Disbrow, a friend of mine. She's been with Warner Media for a 20-year career. Uh, she's had the most amazing opportunities because she's been behind the scenes with projects like the New York Times bestselling book, Anthony Bourdain Remembered, and she's been behind the scenes at the CNN special, CNN Heroes. She's seen all the milestones from an interesting perspective, and we want you to hear her story. Yes, I'd love to. I also want to talk about the two of you and Uh how wonderful both of you are, and I know this to be true because I'm a huge fan of your mother's. Oh. The Who? dig. Yes. Now, do people know how, how, how big a deal the dig is? Do, and also, I don't know the origination of that name. Name. Well, it's a good story. It's a great story. Kind of just because we upset her. We used to call it, you know, Snoop Dogg was a big deal back when we were growing up. <laughs> Snoop Doggy. Dog. I love you too. And so. Never, ever change. We ever. started calling her the Snoop Dogg, and she thought it was funny. Until Stephen was oh, in no, with him, the yeah. grocery store one day, right? Diggy dog. and He's he like, dig, dig, dig. No, he was like, yo, dog. And one <sighs> of her friends was there. She's like, you can't call me dog. I bet that went over like a Which was balloon. technically, you know. No, totally right. Because it was terribly <laughs> mean. But it, was, it wasn't derogatory. Yes. It he was, was from simply love. just like doing the Snoop Dogg deal. Yes. Right. So he changed the O to an I. Diggy. And it became. And she's the dig. The dig. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's pretty in control of a lot of stuff. Yes, right. <laughs> and you know we opened on her birthday. The Slate's oh, inception oh, was the Slate's the birthday, birthday. is totally not birthday. planned either. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, hey, can we open on Dig's birthday? I mean, there are things that are in coincidence, <laughs> coincidences in life, and yeah. there are things that are supposed to happen. Yeah. So tell us about the voicemail that is still in your oh. phone from 2012 yes. of she Jody reaching played. out about the Dig yes. to get the Dig. Yes. Onto network television. So she, I heard she was a fan of one of our anchors. Yes. And that it was her birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, we have just met mm-hmm. today. Like 10 seconds uh, ago. Not yes. Shelly and Shelly, Carolyn. Shelly and I have just met today. I've known Carolyn but since when you're in 2000. News, it's like the same mm. people. Oh, yeah. Right. It's like, right. I mean, like, we, what a, we have, hi, I understand you. Yes. I yeah. Feel, yeah. They just locked eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but Jody and I have, we went to college together, although we didn't know each other in college. Mm-hmm. But I met you, I don't know when it was. I know. But we have, I feel like we have been friends Forever. Yes. We have all the same friends. And yes. I always get my Carolyn updates. And it's yes. like one of my it's favorite. Lovely. I know. It's so lovely. So I would do anything for your sister. And now and for the you. Dick. Oh, oh and well, for me, obviously, obviously for good. the dick. Right, yes. Focus, so Shelley. when she said that, she, you know, when she said what a huge fan your mother was, I said, okay, we'll say no more. Can when we say of her? what she was a fan? Are we allowed to say that? Oh, oh yeah. Love. Of the one and only. Nancy Grace. Yes. Nancy Grace. And so I told Nancy and I said, I have a dear friend whose mother is a huge fan of yours. Would you be willing to say happy birthday to her? And she said, 
Yes, of course. Oh. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then and then <laughs> I called your sister, who I think was driving at the time. I was oh, pull driving. up the voicemail. It we was, gotta hear it here. You I gotta think, put it in the oh, yeah. Jody squealing. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> because see, the dig likes trial TV. She likes she oh. follows cases for like 10, 20 years at a time. And she's obsessive compulsive yes. with the news. Here oh, it comes. Here it here comes. You want to hear it? Three, two. Oh my god, Carolyn, it's true. You're about to have a car wreck calling you. Um, because I'm so excited. This is amazing. I'm going, I'm going to my sister's right now to um, get a picture and I'm gonna call you right back. Oh my god. So she's getting a picture of the dig. So yes. we all collect at Jody's house. Yes, right? on Cornelia. You and, you and mm-hmm. Scott were married. It was your first house together and I remember we all crowd around and Dig was like in her cell phone and stuff and we're sitting there and like we all know it's going to go down but we don't know when and I was like Jody this could also get bumped. Yes. Things get bumped all the time. Um, mm-hmm. yes. oh, it wasn't yeah. I mean it was only I think solidified as of my elated phone call message. I yes. think that's when we knew it was really happening. Yes. Just hours before. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when she looked up, like, she was so confused. She was. It was amazing. Oh, she yeah, looked up she and couldn't she understand like, what was happening. Yeah. She's like, did she, what, wait, what it just happened? It was her picture. And we're just sitting there staring at her like, <gasps> like puppy dogs. Like, dig, you're on national television. Nancy Grace just gave you a shout out. Yes. And, and, I, and your mother is a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. which Nancy Nancy mentioned. Loves yes, that. Mm-hmm. Which was so lovely. An educator. Yes. I do think if Dig was to be a TV reporter, she would be Nancy Grace. And anchor, she would and just tell you. She is. Like things like, oh, Shelly, that's so great. You chose not to wear, oh, is that a new <laughs> lipstick color? <laughs> and, you know, I just can't quite see it. <laughs> things like this. She'll just, she's just a truth teller. She's a truth teller. Yeah, so is Nancy. She is. I okay, remember, so, yeah. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. And I was just going to say my favorite Nancy oh, I Grace love you quote. Too. Literally might. never change the best. <laughs> Doing the best. <laughs> <laughs> Talking on top of each other. And this is something Dig would say when Nancy Grace said, um, clever, smart as a fox, clever like a fox. And you're just like, exactly. You sound like my mother. I feel like my yeah. mother is talking to me on television. And that's when you I professed my your... love for Nancy to uh, Carolyn. You need to have your mother as a guest on the podcast. Yeah. You just bumped her. Oh, You're number one. There's, oh, she's no, number there's two. not enough time in the day. <laughs> She'll be like, girls. Oh, my gosh. We will, but we're going to have to take it in small. D- Diggy yeah. is, is high impact. Potent. Needs Potent. small doses. Oh, I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. Potent. Oh, I have no doubt. Okay, yeah. So let's do some fast facts with you. So who is the um, person that walked in to CNN at some point that you were least expecting that you were like, what, what? Who's downstairs on the third floor and I must get down there and pretend I'm having a latte? <laughs> Because oh, I've been in that scene. Brooke Baldwin and I were friends, and we still are, um, from CNN, and she and I worked in West Virginia together. So I went oh, to I meet her and be, yeah, to catch up with her in New York, and she she was like, sometimes I just hang out right here because this is where people come and go. Oh, that's so funny. Um, My namesake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was... Jody Foster. Yeah, she was pretty interesting. She was pretty interesting. Um... And, you know, I so Jodie Foster was there once, and I, um, she reminded me of you because oh. she's very. <laughs> because of the I-E? Because the J-O-D-I-E? It's very uncommon. Very smart and very lovely, and so are you. And why was she looking? I think it's so, I'm fascinated with why. She was um, scouting for a movie location. Yeah, for the control room, which is mm-hmm. so interesting. Yeah. Have you watched The Morning Show? 
I have not. Oh my gosh, it's all everyone talks everyone to me about. Everyone is talking about this, it's and I have I not. Do. I don't have, have Apple say, TV. Oh, neither did I. Did you know that it's free for the first year? This is literally not sponsored by Apple TV, but it should be. <laughs> and then it's four ninety nine after that, and you just download it on your phone or you download it on your TV. Which oh. Katie Mullen spelled out for you with exquisite detail. And it Shelley, changed my life. Yes. Shelley I spent got there. the next mm-hmm. twelve hours watching the morning show, and they studied the newsroom. I mean, we are talking like oh, yeah. even when their computers are open, the way the wire pops up, everything. They is studied accurate. everything. Yes, oh, they studied yes, everything. yes, yes. The yes. words they were using. They're yeah. Like, I don't know. The Vosot's just not going to work out today. But have you like, both? Have you both watched it, Judds? Have you watched it? I have it? not. I've been busy watching Cheer, but I'll get to it. Like cheerleading? You're watching cheerleading? Shelly, are you joking me? No, Shelly, the Navarro College cheer team is the, like the most best amazing. in the nation. Yeah, so like there's a huge Netflix documentary it's, about them. I haven't heard. And I, I haven't seen it either. Scott but Hastings I've heard. is watching. That oh with you. no, Scott no, no, Hastings no. Oh, was yeah, he's trial. on trial. He's on trial. He's not on trial. He's, he's in charge of he's, the trial. He's busy. By that immediately. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah. No, and in fact, I did a little scouting, and I think some of the former cheer team has actually been to the slate. But we'll get to that later. Oh, Carly Manning. <gasps> no, she um, is Texas Tech, which is also an extraordinary program. You are a cheer phenom. Okay. Carolyn, yes. tell us just some of the most interesting days that have brought you insight. Like, was there a day that, like, you want to write it down and make sure you pass the story on? You were part of something. You learned something. You were surprised by yourself. You were super disappointed in yourself. And that taught you something. Like, what was a day being in the CNN world mm-hmm. that kind of was like it rocked you in a good or bad way? Um, you know, I was, I was at work on 9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually at a doctor's appointment that mm-hmm. first, the first part of the morning, and then I went to work, um, and then I and then I ran to work um, because they'd shut down the um, the subways, so I um, was kind of on the the lower east side, and then I um, I made it to our office building at the time, which is at Thirty Fourth um, mm-hmm. and Ninth um, Avenue, and. Um, I was so impressed at the fact that everyone had had headed out and run towards danger mm-hmm. because they were all going towards the World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. And they were, um, and at one point we, after the towers came down, there were a couple people we didn't know where they were. And I thought, you know, From your those team. were such, in, mm-hmm. um, because not, not in my immediate group, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um um, our reporters certainly. Mm-hmm. We didn't mm-hmm. know where they were um, because they, um, y- you know, I mean, was communications to... were. We knew the cell phone tower, mm-hmm. the cells weren't working because right. the cell phone tower downtown went down. It was on top of the World Trade Center. So, um, you know, I mean, that's those are those are remarkable things that you do when you are a journalist, right? It's more, it's a calling. It's not really a career. And so I was so impressed by my colleagues, and I thought, what extraordinary people they were to do that. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, everyone was okay, and everyone came home that day, um, mm-hmm. and no one was seriously injured. Um, and I thought, you know, that was when I was I was young too. I was in my I was twenty two. Look at you, right? I mean, yeah. you were still in yeah. school. I was right? in law school. Yeah, you're in law my school. First year right. of law school. So and I was in West Virginia. No, you... I'm kidding. I wasn't yet close. <laughs> yes, and you're still right? in college. Yeah. So I was. I thought these are the kinds of people that I want to work with. They that aligns with my values, right? Mm-hmm. I think that is. I, you know, I, I can, I can benefit from being around people who, who do this, who, who, uh, who and how long with. have you been there now? Cause you've been at Turner, you've been in several different roles too. Yeah. At Turner. And I, um, I have been there, it'll be 20 years See? this year. And it's very rare to be at the same job for this mm-hmm. long, especially, you know, 
at our age. Mm-hmm. Um, people yeah. change jobs quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have always had a lot of different opportunity, which has been really No a two blessing. days are the same. And every day which you walk away with perspective. Really interesting. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, you know, that's one of the blessings of working at um, in news and in, um, I think, in nonfiction content in general, mm-hmm. right? Where either whether you're working in documentaries or you're working in news or you're working in, in that kind of content is that every day is different. So it builds up a skill set that is unique. Um, and it's, you know, there's no monotony at all. Mm-hmm. And you really, like, iron sharpens iron. You've got to be really on top of stuff in order to work in a place like that, mm-hmm. I think, if I can compliment us oh, no, indirectly. Sure. <laughs> have I'll compliment know. you both, too. <laughs> Agreed. I mean, I'll I love dr- the, the vibe of this podcast. It is so <laughs> complimentary. It's wonderful. <laughs> But well, yeah, it's you know true, I mean? though. Like, I'll be driving down the street, and I'll be like, oh, well, you know, if that thing caught fire, based off the chemicals on the back of that truck, that would be flammable, and that could explode. I mean, like, I know so much you random knew, stuff. Because you had to learn it immediately. Yes. Because so. that situation yes. happened. Exactly. But exactly. you get to do uplifting things, too. And I think that the number one thing that I don't love about what people think about media is they think it's all negative. And oh, I can't begin yeah. to tell you how many, like incredible things came out of some of the stories we did and you do CNN heroes right are we allowed to talk about that yeah I mean you know look I mean I think that one of the things that you know our company does is we try to tell a whole like the human story right and there's all kinds of there's every part of the human story and there are great amazing stories happening every day from regular people helping and doing extraordinary things for other people Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. And so we noticed a lot of these stories happening and we, you know, didn't have a place. They didn't have a place for them. Mm. So, you know, um, uh, one of my colleagues uh, came up with the idea of creating a show for that. And um, it's been one of the really great tentpoles of the company and viewers really like it and respond to it. So like name some heroes that you that you've gotten to meet. Like what is it what does a hero look like? Are they even gonna be names we know? These are these are your neighbors. These are your friends. These are the people that saw something wrong Mm -hmm. and you know, with the world, with their environment, with their neighborhood and decided to fix it. Yeah. And actually, I'm glad you brought this up because there was a quote that I wanted to say to you today. And I thought I was thinking about it. Please and do. it's from Joseph Campbell, who um, I don't know if you knew, know who he is. Yeah, I didn't go to UVA. So like my education level is a lot lower no, than y'all's. No, 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 no. I don't know who Joseph he's, Campbell is, Shelley. And I went a, to UVA. He's a professor. He was a, was a professor. He's passed on. But he was a professor of comparative literature at Sarah Lawrence. He went to Columbia. But he Naturally. said, I love comparative lit- literature. I know. I guess I do, too. I never really took a lot of it. But he said, the pri- privilege of a lifetime is being who you are, which I thought was very interesting mm-hmm. for your not only what, you know, your um, the, the people that come in here as individuals do, but yeah. also what your um, brands and your companies do that come in uh, yeah. come in here. And he noticed that when he was looking at um, whether it would be um, Melville or Bronte or um, Twain or Faulkner or Dickens or Homer, that they all had the same template for the way they were telling stories. And it's Hmm. called, he created it, he created um, something called the monomyth. That's the way he, he understood it. And he wrote a book about it. And it's basically how we all understand the story of the, hu- the, the hero, right? And he yeah. said it's called the, it's called the hero's journey, basically. 
and he wrote, um, uh, you know, how a, a hero takes on a challenge. They um, embark upon a quest. They mm. um, and then they're met with with mentors and helpers. They go through a period of like death and rebirth, and then they come back to where they were with um, new skills and the ability to to help their community. It's the story of like, you know. Um, Batman and Superman. It's the story of Luke Skywalker. Mm. It's the story of Buddha. It's mm. how we understand the human condition. Mm -hmm. And it's how we understand our challenges too. Mm -hmm. It's the story of how anyone does anything, like how you embark on college, right? Mm -hmm. How you start college and how, you know, you have to kind of learn your way and it's not easy and you stumble and you fall and you get friends and you get teachers that help you. And then you, you know, you advance and you move on. And then how you start your life and how you like, you know, go through marriage and how you, mm -hmm. you know, go through any challenge in life, how you recover from an illness or how you yeah. come back through anything yeah. and how, um, how you experience the world, how humans experience the world and how they understand it and how they tell their stories. Um, so anyway, so I thought that that's kind of what you help people do here, whether they do it individually, Thank but you, you also do that with brands and companies too. You help them tell their stories. Um, that is a high compliment, and we mm -hmm. hope that we do it well because we want because it's <laughs> yeah. important. It's how you grow. Yeah, tell your I story, so. and you can grow. Yeah, I think so. I, I think everyone needs to be able to tell their own story, mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's what you own. That's what you can tell. Whether it's you know your own personal story, but then also companies and businesses and brands tell their story, yeah. and being able to successfully do that, I think, is really important so. and really hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. It's really hard. It's yeah. really hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. But you know, so having a template, it. right? Mm -hmm. Having a template to do it, I think, is helpful. Um, and understanding how most people understand that is helpful. And that's um, what I really, you know, it's funny because I think this is what Shelley's really good at, mm. which is she understands what will pull someone by the gut too. Oh, right. And I feel like I, you know, Shelley would ask us when we were younger, you know, or my mom. I need a story idea. You know, I'm, I need a story. Shelly always needed story ideas. Oh, jeez. So even yeah. we almost, yeah, yeah. Yes. almost learned this like protocol for what makes a good story. Yeah. And it was what affects the viewer, which is, is something happening in North Texas. It's a national story, but we've got to find a North Texas connection. Yeah. I mean, we even learned things like, does it affect the viewers? Does it affect the viewers' taxes? Yeah, you know, right. and and it's it's like how does it actually like resonate with a viewer? And Shelly's learned that, and that's why she's built a whole business around storytelling, and that's how we built this facility is to mimic it because yes. we want to help people tell their stories. Yes, right, and, and it's it's, just, it's a talent, uh, and you just get to like live people's lives for these little snippets, yes. mm -hmm. and that's so much fun. It's like watching. It's like living history. You know, yes, you are right. you, especially at the level where you are, you are literally you have a front seat to watch history unfold. Yeah. The first draft of history. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Right. Tell us about one of your favorite things about Christian Amanpour. Ooh, she yeah, and I have the same birthday. Oh, <laughs> and you worked for her for how long? Or with uh, her? I worked with her um, when she was based in New York. Um, actually, that's a good question. I don't. I don't remember how long. I know because you worked for her and then Nancy Grace, right? Um, at the same time. Oh, at the same time. Carolyn. Yeah. Who else that's has a ever dynamic said that. Group? Yeah. <laughs> what? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they. Uh, you know, I've been very fortunate to work with yeah. some extraordinary women, mm -hmm. and I've been really, really blessed, and um, both on and off the camera. And it's been, you know, really um, 
just I've just you know I've I, I've worked at a company where I I feel like Turner and um, uh, Time Warner and now um, Warner Media where they really value um, uh, you know putting putting people in the right positions and giving them the mm. room and the runway to succeed yeah. and so. Um, yeah, I've really, I've really had the chance to work with some extraordinary people and it's been great. I mean, and that's why I've stayed, yeah. you know, that's really why I've stayed because, um, you know, it's, there's, there's, a, there's lots of other uh, opportunity in New York, right? There's a lot sure. of opportunity well, anywhere. Sure. And so, um, I, I, I've just really enjoyed it. Do you want to hear about your role on the Anthony Bourdain? memoir please tell us oh, about that yeah which yeah. was it which is an outlier project for you and really neat tell, yeah, tell yeah. our listeners yeah so um we had this opportunity to um to create this book as a as a memoir for mm-hmm. his family and um it was a really great um chance to capture all of the social media that people had written in Mm-hmm. Um, to to share how much they missed him and what he had done for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've had the chance to see some of the comments, but there were some really heartwarming ones where they yeah. said, you know, I'm not able to travel given the circumstances oh. of my oh. life, but so I would tune in there. and mm-hmm. I would watch and I would be able to see what, what you took me to Iran and you took me to um, you took me to Vietnam and um and or you gave me the courage to buy the one-way ticket that oh. i'd always wanted to buy so you look at all this positive it's yes incredible. it was really remarkable the the way he touched people and the um, the, the response he had and it was so um supportive and it was it it was from all over the world it mm-hmm. was this universal response of how you know how how food and culture um, really can bring people together, yeah. and how just having a meal together is one of the most unifying things that you can do with another person, no matter mm-hmm. whether you speak the language or or share anything else with them at all. Not you, you may have nothing else in common, um, and um, he did that so. Um, purposefully and it resonated with so many millions of people um so we captured um some of those comments i mean there were yeah thousands and thousands we captured some of them and some pictures that we took of him Mm -hmm. on on trips and we thought we would you know collect them and put them together and um edit them and and um share them and they asked us to publish it um, so it went on sale um, yeah. in the spring of this year, um, and it made the New York Times bestseller list. It's amazing. Thank you. It was really great. And it was just a real tribute to him because, I mean, there are not that many people that could have done that, mm-hmm. I think, in that way. Um, and he had this effusive, warm, welcoming way about him, but he also had this... He was quirky and authentically himself. So authentic, mm-hmm. right? He was really living this authentic mm-hmm. experience. He wasn't trying to look perfect, and he... He just no. did what he loved, and he tried things not because he was trying to make a social media moment yeah. and a boomerang. Yeah. He was trying to actually just taste the wild octopus off of the whatever. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Yes, and some of it was still it moving. Yes. Oh, still yes. moving. Yeah, and he brave. <laughs> yeah, he um, and he was there to ha- to share that and with everyone. And I thought that was um, it resonated with me, and it resonated with you know everyone else. Yeah. And 
Um, and did yeah. you love the book process? I did. I thought, um, and I hadn't done a book like that mm-hmm. before. I have done books before, but I hadn't done a book like that before. So that editing process was rigorous. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and um, there was a, there was a, a constriction on time yeah. um, because the turnaround time was, um, was pretty quick, but um, but it was a real labor of love, and um, so those late nights. I mean, there were there were some, you know, yeah. 11 p.m. Friday night deadlines and stuff. That it was it was. Um, You're it used was to great. a deadline, but yeah, different <laughs> deadline maker, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, but it was um, it was really uh, it was great. And when it came out, actually, when it came out, I I went to pick up the book um, to actually see it, and it had been delivered to our distributor first because we were really pushing to make this deadline and we'd had an issue with the printer and so we sent it straight to the distributor but I got in a cab and went to the to, to the place where they were packing them up Amazing. and um, I saw them on kind of the stoop where they were unloading them and I just grabbed my keys to my apartment opened up a box grabbed one out hopped back in the cab and I op- I just sat there and cried as I read through it on the way back to work. So we could at least had one copy because mm. otherwise they, they were all going to go out. Yeah. And we weren't going to get them for another two weeks until they had gotten shipped back to us. And I cried because it just looked so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked beautiful. And, and I had proud. no idea what it was going to look like. Mm. You know, I had, wasn't sure. So um, what a cool project. What, yeah. It was really one of the best things I've ever worked on. I mean, awesome. yeah. It really was. I know you it did really it well. Telling, telling you did it well. Telling someone else's story, especially if they're gone, that there's nothing more. I knew more important, important, right? And, yeah, right. And I was fraught with anxiety that we might get it, if we got it wrong, we would get it really wrong, and mm-hmm. that would that would be really terrible. But you didn't, because yeah. you don't, because you're it's a storyteller. You get it right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So my last question, um, and I'm just going to ask you what I get asked the most: What was your best blooper? What is the day where you're like, you have got to be kidding me. The generator exploded. Uh, <laughs> a, a monkey jumped on the reporter's head and pulled the IFB out. Like what? What is the craziest day where like, you've got to be kidding me? There was like, a, somebody so just I, bring so, me the wine. So I work in a lot of operations type roles. And I you know, have to deal with a lot of like back of house stuff. So I remember being at an event once and we had to – we had to um, – <laughs> this is so She's crazy. reliving it. Through I, yeah. like cross. We yeah. were, you know, oh, we were, we were, we were, we had, you know, four hundred or five, maybe a thousand. I forget how many people. We had, we had somewhere between five hundred and a thousand people in this filing center for an event after a debate, and maybe a thousand is too much. Maybe four hundred is too low. I can't remember how many people it was, but they said um, we get this, we get this weather briefing that there's potential for tornadoes and that we may have to evacuate everyone to a basement Mm. and the problem is that there are no basements there's no there's no basement that would fit that number of people and there's no way to evacuate them to some sub ground area where it would be safe enough you were in new york city no we were in i think we were in new hampshire okay and that makes sense you know debate (laughs) and it was and we had you know, we had 30 minutes or 40 minutes to find a safe space. Did you? Where'd you go? We didn't, we didn't have one. There wasn't a, there, fortunately, there wasn't a tornado. It okay. couldn't happen. But wow. But there were no, there was no 
space for that, right? Yeah. So. Um, That's a good panic moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like my wedding rehearsal when yes. there was a tornado and we <laughs> did evacuate, but we evacuated into the stairwell of a high rise in Dallas. You could see the cranes. So that was super so, fun. There were yes. two really big tornadoes that night. Yeah. And the next day in April, it was like 40 degrees. Yeah. It, it was. was no, and I remember cold. the cranes. You, you looked out the windows and the cranes were like spinning. spinning. We're yeah. like, hey, this is this marriage is meant for. Yes. The long <laughs> turbulence. The turbulence. We right. are building things. Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, okay, quite Carolyn, thank you for your time. Yes. This is an honor. We are thrilled to have I'm you here. I'm so happy. You also have an amazing voice. So thank, <laughs> thank you for sharing you. it with thank us. Judy's voice sounds pretty amazing on this too, though. She does. Oh, oh my just, God. Yeah. Amazing. You guys are fantastic. <laughs> and we're going to go watch Cheer now and the morning show. Okay, bye. Okay, yes. Bye. <laughs>